Hey Mules and Jennies, this is Austin and Carson, and we're from the UCM Career Services Center, and welcome to the Mules with a Mission podcast. All right, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Mules with a Mission podcast. Uh, today we'll be talking about being an alumni here at UCM, and today we are joined by Chris Beggs, the Executive Director of Academic Support Services. Hello, Chris. How are you doing today? Hey, everybody. Great, Carson. Great, Austin. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you, Chris. Um, so we're going to ask you a few questions about being an alumni from UCM. Um, so what is it like becoming an alumni? I tell you, it was really crazy for me. I was the first in my family to graduate college, guys. And it was a bigger deal for, even for me because I didn't finish high school. So the first time that I graduated anything besides the D.A.R.E. program in sixth grade was college. Yeah, big deal for my family, a huge relief to my mother, you can imagine. And then all of a sudden, girls were willing to date me again because I wasn't just a high school dropout. So a big deal for me personally. Awesome. So what was the transition like from graduating college to moving into your career? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I had a lot of misconceptions, and I think you guys will understand this because you work in career services, but I thought, really, that as soon as you graduated, that you would get someone bring a job to you. And let me tell you, brother, that was not the way it went. Uh, my transition was a little bit rough, again, um, just like I had no one in my family who had graduated college. I also didn't have anyone in my family who understood what it meant to seek a professional uh, full-time job. Now, they all worked hard. I come from, from a hardworking family, and I had those examples growing up about being hardworking, but a lot of those were service work, wherein, uh, you know, my, my mother had a daycare out of the home. She's done that her entire life, really long hours, really thankless work. Um, again, um, she didn't have a resume yet. Um, I never had to, um, she would interview, but it looked differently. She was kind of self, she was self-employed. So yeah, I had, I had to kind of, um, kind of wing it. This is before YouTube really took off. So was, there were a bunch of people with channels telling you how to resumes, how to do interviews. Um, I, I, I didn't have a father in the house growing up either. So I learned to tie a tie on the internet, you know? Um, so my first interviews, I think were really rough, really bumpy. Um, I did not get second interviews, um, early on, but in the field I was in, uh, there was a, a lot, there was not a lot of demand. And so, um, again, that was a kind of a bumpy road road for me, but it didn't occur to me before I went to college that I would need to think about picking a job in high demand or, uh, you know, engineering my future that way. It wasn't a conversation that happened in my family. Um, in my family, it was you get a job, you work hard, and that's how you contribute to society. It wasn't so much about picking a career, um, becoming an engineer, uh, becoming a police officer, a caveman, or the president of the United States. Uh, it was about w working and, and um, proving your worth that way. So it was a lot of it in the dark. When I graduated, I was really proud, ready to move into the uh, workforce and with a college degree and a very green young man. All right. So what are some resources that are available for alumni through UCM? And then I'll even add what resources do you wish that you had when you became an alumni? So resources that are available, um, our alumni office, I say, I think now more than ever, does a really good job keeping in contact um, with folks who graduate always pulling them back into opportunities to still be involved on campus, 
uh, I'm thinking homecoming comes to mind, guys, as the some of the tailgates that happened in the city with some sporting events, some Yule activities. One of the ways that uh, I do like to be involved is there is a faculty member that I had here. When he passed away, uh, the university created a scholarship, his name, that um, is through the Alumni Foundation, the Dr. Paul Revig scholarship that I'm, I am able to uh, contribute to and really happy to do that for the impact that he's made on me. And uh, so that's one way I'm involved in another way that um, alumni can get involved either in supporting scholarships for students or by just becoming active uh, still with uh, local mules where people live and where they work and, and telling that story about what it was like to be a student at uh, University of Central Missouri. Awesome. That's really nice to hear. So one last question about the alumni stuff. So what's the biggest advice you have for a student at UCM? during their, you know, their time here or moving into being coming an alumni? Biggest piece of advice. So a couple of things come to mind, and that is with all the uncertainty happening right now in life, is that is that one is to make your plan, but to not be romantic about it. What I mean by that is you need to have a plan for, you know, what your career aspirations are, uh, where you'd like your life to go, but you need to be very open-handed in that plan because, we have less control than we think about that outcome. There are a lot of factors that go into where we end up. And I'm thinking about the folks I work with um, very closely. I don't know any of them who are working in the field that they graduated with. You know, the, the work they're doing right now, they didn't study in undergrad. And I don't know if that's going to you or encourage you. I mean it to encourage you to say that you don't yet know how your life will go, but you should still make a plan on how you'd like for it to go and intend for it to go. Um, that was something I missed out on being a first-generation college student, but having gone through it, I would encourage folks to think of um, their approach that way. And then secondly, while they cannot control what happens in the future, um, I believe now more than ever, it's important for college students to align um, the, the work they're doing now and the work they want to do with their deeply held beliefs and values. I think it's really important that students think about what this opportunity to exist means for them um, what level of responsibility they have for making the world a better place, for limiting suffering, what responsibility they have personally to make life better for themselves and for others, and how they plan to do that, um, and the opportunities they have now as a student who is learning and probably also working part-time, but for them for they want long-term as it builds to society. Because if it's detached from, detached from a sense of meaning and purpose, my guess is that um, they won't be rooted deeply in the work that they seek to do that the wonder if it means anything or that it, um, the wonder whether or not it actually changes things for the better. Thank you, Chris, for all your great insight. Um, and I think it's a great story that you have as well, becoming an alumni. I think it's something that quite a few people can relate to in their journey as well as a college student. Um, but I think it can also be inspiring for people who have also had different paths, but are looking to have the same conclusion as you. So thank you for giving us your insight about becoming an alumni. Tell me, what is the, what's the thing you look forward to most about graduating? Well, when I graduate, I still have probably four more years. I'm looking to do a doctorate program for audiology. So my school is not quite, okay. not quite done yet. So I've got a while. Yeah, I've got two years from this December. But probably the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is making that impact in something that I'm passionate about. Good for you, young men. All right, Chris, so we're going to move on to my favorite part of all the podcasts we do. I'm going to be asking you a building block question. Um, so the question I have for you today is, 
the zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three people that you want on your team? Okay, are there any limitations or they could be anyone? It could be anyone. Anyone? Okay. So that's going to be first is Elon Musk. Okay. Um, and this is assuming I get to take my family with me. So I want Elon Musk. Um, who else do I want? Okay. I want Elon Musk. I want Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator from Terminator 2, except he's on my side. Okay. So I've got Elon Musk. I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. And then who Leslie Jones is? I do not. I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar. Okay, so le yeah, Leslie Jones was on Saturday Saturday Night Live, and I think she's personally hilarious, and also has a very, very massive presence. Um, so I think she'd be there both to help fend off zombies and to make it really funny as we're doing it. Um, and then if we have to bail from the planet Earth, we're going to Mars with Musk and the coolest spaceship. So. I have the best answer, Carson. You might have to retire the segment after me. <laughs> I also think it's really important to be humble, if you guys can't tell. 100%. All right. Well, great insight there and great decisions on your team when it comes to, you know, the zombie apocalypse. So one more time, I just want to yeah. say thank you so much for letting us take some time to let us hear your story. Let us get to know a little bit about your process in becoming an alumni. It was great to hear. Guys, happy to do this anytime. Uh, we have a real chemistry. I think we should take this on the road. Let me know if you're open to that kind of partnership. And uh, I'm happy to set up something with you all in the future. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Along with Chris, we also have Tiffany Cochran from the Alumni Foundation to talk about what UCM offers their alumni. Hello, Tiffany. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you today? You know, it's great. Uh, it's Monday. I'm ready to conquer the week. Um, I've got a couple trips uh, that I'm going on to meet with some other alumni in Missouri. Um, so it's, it's, so it's going to be a good week. It's really exciting. And we have a little over a week till Thanksgiving too. So that's exciting as well. So as I kind of mentioned, you are from the alumni office. So how do you stay connected with UCM through the alumni office? What is the alumni office? That might be a better question to ask first. So um, the Alumni Foundation uh, was established to continue the relationship with alumni and, and the university. So basically our office kind of has um, two jobs really. We, we work with alumni to help keep them connected. So through engagement, that's one avenue that we kind of go down. And then on the other side, we help them um, give back to the university by you know, managing any gifts or scholarships or capital projects that the university wishes to, to go after. So really, we, we just make sure that we have that connection. From the engagement side, we provide different opportunities. So you know, volunteerism is a big one for us. We have Mule Nation chapters that are all across the United States. Right now, we have 11 established Meal Nation chapters where we take campus to them. So um, we have Houston, Dallas, uh, Naples, Florida, uh, Denver, Colorado, Arizona. We go to all these different places because we have a high concentration of alumni there. So you know, if, if an alumni can't make it back to campus, then we're able to keep them connected and do some of those things as well. That's awesome. And that's especially great for those who, you know, might find different positions all around the country and keep them connected with UCM. That's great. 
So what events are put on for alumni? So I'm the senior director of events and alumni engagement. And so within my role, I assist the president of the university with any of his events, but I also help lead the events um, out of the alumni foundation. And there's going to be a variety of events that we'll, that we'll do. We lead the Mule Nation chapter events. So we lead the planning and organizing of those. Um, I also serve on many committees for the university. So uh, you guys might know that starting in 2021, the university is celebrating 150 years. So the campus is putting on a lot of big events that are going to be the biggest and best events that you'll ever experience here at UCM. So we'll do events like that, but then there will be kind of just some small pop-up ones that we'll do with colleges or certain departments. So just the other day, we set up an event for a three plus three pathway signing agreement that was with the University of, it was with University of Missouri, Kansas City. And so that was kind of a cool deal. It's a smaller event, but that agreement between UCM and UMKC is going to be very beneficial for students because then they'll be able to kind of knock off a year if they want to become a lawyer and they can kind of work their way through. So there's just a variety of activities. Uh, we try to partner with many of our, our campus partners. Uh, last week, we actually did a partnership event with admissions and we did a, a letter writing event where people could either come and pick up notes or, or take them home or, you know, take them home with them or do them here. But basically we got a list from admissions. We were able to have over 1400 handwritten notes um, completed all last week. And what that will do is that will help our incoming students come in and learn, you know, a, an alumni story or uh, an ex a student experience to help them feel, you know, welcome and comforted. So we do a lot of things that really get people engaged. The number one thing I hear when I'm working with alumni is they want to connect with students. So that's where we'll, we'll try to get alumni to in with students or get them to volunteer in classes, which, you know, with the Zoom these days, um, it's so much easier to just Zoom somebody into a, you know, into a course where they can support a, a topic on the syllabics. You know, so those are things that we're really trying to work with the colleges becoming an academic volunteer um, that alumni can do. How do alumni find those events and things that you guys put on? So there's going to be a few different varieties. We do have an alumni database that houses a lot of records and information. And, you know, we always say we try to think that it's generally accurate, but it is definitely not. People move, you know, you change your email, you just, you kind of lose connections. So anybody that's with our database, they hopefully receive the communication from us. Right now, digital is your main source of communication. Facebook, anything social media, we are on LinkedIn, we are on Instagram, um, but we do a lot of things digitally. We also produce the UCM magazine, the alumni magazine that does deploy two times a year. And then we'll also have, you know, just some print invitations. So depending on the event and the budget and the, the segmented group, you know, there's, there's definitely an older demographic that still loves to get mail. So we try to, we try to make sure that we match the communication to demographics and, and to the classiness of the event. You know, your really nice events, like our distinguished alumni dinner, 
which is our, our most prestigious event on campus, it will get a very formal um, print invitation and, and things like that. So we try to mix it up. I think it hurts my heart sometimes when I hear that somebody has never heard from their university. And kind of a quick story, I, I was that alumni. I, I graduated in 05 and I moved around a lot. And because I kind of got out into the real world, got after my career, I was, I was definitely a lucky one, but I had never updated my email or anything like that with the Alumni Foundation. And so in my career, I actually came back to UCM and provided my time by speaking in classes in either fashion classes or management or marketing classes. So I was on campus I was doing these things. I was at every career fair. I helped with every mock interview that I could because that helps me, um, you know, professionally because I would be able to hire and students and provide internships and management training programs. But for over 10 years, the Alumni Foundation didn't have my contact information correct. So I try to tell that story because we know that there's alumni who are giving back to the university and we just want to make sure that were, you know, their experience is great, that they're receiving the communication that they, they want. Because, you know, I, I like hearing anything that Harmon is doing. I like to hear anything that the fashion program is doing. I love to know like what's happening with athletics. You know, it's just kind of one of those, like, it's kind of good to be in the know with your university because you, you built that bond so long ago. So that's kind of where we try to make sure to advocate that people are just providing their, their contact info to the foundation. And even the other day, we had an alumni that was from, that was a 2000 grad, and she just took over um, something within the medical field, and she was needing nurses. She was needing people. And so she contacted us, and we were able to get her into contact with some other faculty and, and, and things to help her find people to hire because she was needing you know, that demand is so high right now and she just needed people. So those are things that we can kind of help do, you know, for communication and things like that. That's great to hear that even though you didn't really keep in contact or vice versa, that you still loved giving back to the university. And I think it's great to hear that other alumni that you hear from love to give back and love to help students that are currently doing what they're doing. I know in our office, when we help with those um, like networking pieces, we uh, show our students the alumni tool on LinkedIn, on the university's uh, LinkedIn page. Um, so I think a lot of people, if they use that, may or may not be scared to reach out to alumni just because, you know, they don't know them. Uh, they're not in their same grade level, all of that. But I think if students hear that they love to give back and will share their story and help them any way they can, I think that's super helpful. So thank you for that. Even one other thing that we've um, been working on is we started a student chapter for the Alumni Foundation. So what that student chapter does is we get them engaged in volunteering at an, you know, while they're a student. And then actually here in a couple of weeks or here in two weeks, we're having a graduation celebration where we're inviting all the grads to come to our office. They can get their first piece of alumni swag. And um, there's all these different benefits that they can, you know, we're handing out some Starbucks gift cards to the first 150 that come through our door. Um, to kind of help people through finals week. But the goal is that when they come into our office, we can help, you know, connect them with other alumni in the area they're, they're moving to. So let's say, Austin, you're moving to St. Louis, but you grew up in Kansas City. 
Well, then I now have a whole chapter of people in St. Louis that I can get you involved with. And so, you know, and it can also help you professionally. So you might be going down, let's say finance. Well, I already have two people in St. Louis who have finance firms. They could be two people that you work with, um, talk about business together with, maybe, you know, help each other, you know, uh, develop a, a bigger client base. Maybe they can employ you. And so those are the things that we're wanting to make sure that these Meal Nation chapter events, you know, students are getting segued to those areas to know that they're not alone. Um, I moved to Texas kind of right out of college. I knew nobody in the town that I moved to, but I do think it gives students um, just that little bit of comfort and home to know that they have an alumni friend waiting for them in a geographic region they're moving to. That's great to hear. Well, those are actually all the questions that we have for you about the alumni office. Um, before we end it here, uh, anything else you'd like to add about the alumni office? Anything we didn't ask? I just want to say thank you for having me on today. We love working with Career Services and all of our other campus partners to help promote the university. And I would just say anybody out there listening that are alumni or no alumni, um, just visit our website and um, just Look around because there's definitely things on there that you might not realize that we can assist with and, and things like that. So we just, we really value our alumni and we don't want anybody to, to be left out. Contact your alumni information and we'll, we'll be in contact with you. Awesome. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for letting us take some of your time to talk with us this morning. Thanks guys. Alrighty. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can email us at muleswamission at ucmo.edu. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Meals with a Mission and make sure to give us a follow. Along with those, remember we are on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we will see you in the next one. <laughs>